This is Nikki Bruno with the Epic Comeback Podcast, where warrior women and men who have been through absolute caca give you advice on how to get through yours. Today, I am so honored and excited to have with me Carmen Silvestro. Thank you so much for being here, Carmen. Thank you so much for having me. I absolutely love, love your podcast. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And it's my pleasure to have you on. Let's get right into it. Carmen, I would like to give you the mic to introduce yourself and let us know who you are and where you're from and what makes you busy during the day. Sure. So my name is Carmen Silvestro. I live in Whippany, New Jersey um, with my husband, my 16-year-old stepdaughter, and my crazy little six-year-old boy and two cats. And I am wow. a, lot, I <laughs> a lot of organisms in one house. <laughs> I know. Um, I have, um, I'm a life coach and a relationship coach and an author. And I also do my husband's books for his business. So that all keeps me very busy. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Yeah. You've got a lot going on. That's so great. Um, would you let us know, please, um, what it is that you went through in your life that what was the absolute caca for you? As you know, this is a podcast by and for people who've gone through really difficult stuff. Um, so what did you go through and what was the hardest part? Um, sure. So about 12 years ago, um, my we lost my little brother my, um he said he basically just succumbed to his um addiction he was an alcoholic um, my family and i had finally did like this great intervention and we were able to get him into a rehab um but he signed himself out and about a month later um he was found in my mom's basement and he, he had passed away um so it was an extremely traumatic time. Um, my mom was, uh, it, she took it the hardest and it was really scary um, where she was, the place she was. And because I was the only one that didn't have any little children at the time, I kind of had to take over my mom's role and um, go there every day and cook and clean and make sure that everybody was okay. Um, so it was really stressful and then not being able to cry you know I had to be very strong because I needed to be the rock for my mom um but all along I remember thinking um, I was so blessed because I had my husband who was you know so supportive he was my partner for 17 years and I just remember thinking thank god I'm gonna go home to him he was a musician so he wasn't um able to come a lot but um just knowing that he was there made me feel so relieved and um, comforted. So um, I guess about a month later, um, I, it was a Saturday night, I decided to stay home because I just needed just time by myself. I just wanted to not think about anything, not worry about being strong, not worry about anything. I just wanted to be by myself and enjoy my new home because my husband and I had just bought a home a few months prior and he was out in a gig, so it was perfect. Um, so I was on our home computer and going through some photos and it was our honeymoon photos. So it was really exciting. I remember um, feeling myself happy and smiling again. And as I'm going through the, the pictures, a document came across that turned out to be a love letter. And it was from my husband to another woman. And he was basically contemplating leaving me. So yeah that that was super hard um 
basically my world fell apart. You know that saying, um, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. It was like the safe fell on the camel. That's how it felt. Um, that's a big straw. Yeah, that's yeah. a really big straw. <laughs> yeah. So my, my self-worth, my self-esteem, everything was just out the window, gone. I became very depressed. Um, I forced myself to go to work every day, but I would come home and I was just a wreck. All I did was cry and cry and cry. And um, yeah, I was very, very depressed. And a few weeks in, I, I don't know what it was about my kitchen floor, but I always plopped myself on my kitchen floor. And I was on my kitchen floor and my whole floor was just basically covered in a sea of Kleenex because I, I, all I did was cry. And I remember feeling my eyes that were so swollen from crying that I could barely see. So I decided to get up and look in the mirror. And this is probably the first time I really noticed myself, like really actually looked at myself since everything had been going on. And I remember I gasped because I, this person looking back at me, I didn't even recognize her. I had lost 20 pounds. I was so frail. I was just basically this broken shell. And I, I couldn't believe where I was and what I had let happen to me. So that was basically the day I knew I had to make a decision. I could either stay on this path of self-pity and feeling sorry for myself and why me, why me? Or I could get up and fight and, you know, figure out somehow what the, what was the reason for this? Because I always, I believe that everything has a reason. There's, there's a purpose to everything. Um, so I did, I got up and I fought and yeah, I had a lot of ups and downs like everybody does. Um, but I had tons of aha moments that were just, uh, priceless. So yeah, so that's basically my story. <laughs> wow. What an incredible story, Carmen. And thank you so much for sharing all of that with us. That is, I mean, that sounds like, that's like the triple, quadruple, absolute caca falling, <laughs> falling from, it sounds like falling from the sky. Um, and I think it takes a lot of courage to share your story and to kind of go back through the events. So I really appreciate you sharing that with us. And, you know, that mirror, there's something about that mirror that shows you to yourself and it can be such a turning point. And I'm relating to you very personally because in my own epic comeback, when I went through a, a life shattering situation of my divorce, not being ready to look in the mirror for a while and then deliberately going to look at it. Yeah. And so when you were talking about that moment, it was just kind of like making, making my hair <laughs> stand <Yeah>. on end <laughs> because it wasn't just that I was looking in the mirror. It wasn't just a, a, a normal moment. It was like, I knew that I was ready to see myself in a different way and then to take action. So yeah. it just sounds like a real turning point. So what I love about this podcast is when um, when my guests are talking in the past tense about really difficult, traumatic events that happened in their lives, because when you're talking in the past tense, that implies that you're in a new place now. And so what I'd love to ask you now is it takes so much strength and so much warrior energy to get to the other side 
of even one of the events that, that happened in your life, what's the best thing about being on that other side now? Oh my God. Um, I know now that, like I was saying, everything happens for a reason. All of this had to happen. My world basically had to shatter for me to figure out who I was. I mean, one of the things that sticks out in my mind is when everything happened with my husband, my ex-husband, I had no idea who the hell I was. I was like, oh my God, who, who am I? I had, like my identity was just gone. I become my husband, the musician's wife, and it, it, our lives were so intertwined that I kind of just forgot to that I existed too. And um, I became absolutely obsessed with figuring that out and, and diving in and, um, and helping myself and figuring things out and then helping other people. And for me, that, that, that's just the best. The fact that all of this happened so that I can rebuild my life in the best way possible. And I actually made a joke to my family all the time. I would say that it was like God whacked me in the back of the head and say, wake up, you know, this is not, this is not supposed to be your life. You're, you're supposed to do more than this. You're so much more than this. And, and that's why I'm, it's so exciting. It's super exciting to be here. That is amazing. So what I'm hearing is that the best thing about being where you are now is that you know who you are, that, that there's your identity has, um, you, you've discovered who actively discovered who you are. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. That's an epic comeback. That, that is epic. That in and of itself. Some people think, well, in order to have an amazing life story, I have to have, have built an ashram or, you know, or like started a $5 billion company or something like that. I think, I think the epic comeback is, is a, it's a, it's a personal and spiritual process yeah. as well as taking actions to, to do amazing, tangible things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's, there's a lot, there's a lot to it. So let me ask you this. I've noticed that brave warrior women and men tend to travel, tend to travel in packs. So who are some other brave warriors like you who've come through an epic comeback who might be really wonderful guests on this podcast? Hmm. I actually know a couple of people. Um, one of them, I would have to say this amazing woman that I met um, while I was writing my book. Um, her name is Lisa Ward and she has a fantastic story, and I think she'll be an amazing guest at your show. Great. Great. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And I'll talk to you later about getting in touch with her. So my next question is, um, what is one piece of advice, Carmen, or two, maybe three, that you would give to people who are in the thick of crisis right now, and they're wondering, how on earth am I going to get through this? How will I get to the other side? Will I get to the other side? What advice would you give them? Um, the first thing I would say to them is, yes, just please know that where you are right now, it's not the end. It's absolutely not the end. You just need to um, somehow find a place uh, uh, to, to, ask, to, to ask the right questions. So instead of why is this happening to me? Why, I mean, why, 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 you, you know, change it to, what is this trying to teach me? And I, I went through a lot of that. And um, because like I said, there's value in everything. And um, allow yourself to feel your grief. It's very, very important. I, a lot of people that I know, a lot of people that I coach, 
um, they try to run away. First thing, either they feel like they have to be strong, too strong or um, put up a front, or they generally are terrified to feel their grief. So they fill it up with uh, alcohol, drugs, they jump into another relationship right away. They, they just want to numb themselves. And you know, that never works. It's always going to come back in different ways. It's going to show its ugly head. It's going to manifest itself in different ways down the road. So please allow yourself to feel your grief. That's the second thing. Um, and find an amazing team of angels. So like your family, your friends, um, uh, if you don't have uh, people close by, um, you can find a place of worship, you know, just Make sure that you surround yourself by a good support system and people that you have on speed dial. So when you have those weak moments where you might do something you're going to regret and call them instead. Um, and I have to say there's this really amazing tool um, that I use with all my, um, all my clients and it's called emotional freedom technique. And what I was saying, feeling your grief, Feel your grief, but don't get stuck in there. Don't park. So yes, feel your grief, but also you need to find a way to release. So, um, you know, I, I always suggest meditation, visualization, all that. But emotional freedom technique for me personally and for my clients has been, um, it essentially allows you to call out your emotion, feel it, you know, accept yourself, love yourself regardless and then you can start to release it. So I, that's, that's been an extremely valuable tool and I, re I recommend it to everyone. I love all of that so much, Carmen, because it's so, everything that you just said is so concrete. Like I, I, for, for me, I feel like the, our listeners can really hold on to and try out what you're talking about. Like asking the right questions instead of being so concerned with why, 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 you're never gonna get an answer to that. <laughs> and so, really, really, it can be considered a waste of energy to continue asking why we get to make meaning of the why ourselves. Um, but there isn't going to be any kind of objective answer to that question. So instead asking, what did I learn? I love that. And I also love the phrase um, that you used, find your team of angels. Yes. It's beautiful. And so important not to be going through something alone. And also what you were saying about feel your grief, I was, my mind kind of moved back to the image of you sitting on your kitchen floor with tissues all around the floor. Yes. And what that means is that you allowed yourself to feel your grief. You, you, you sat in that and that's so important. And it's something that I talk to my clients about too. Like go there. It is scary because you don't know if you're gonna, once you start crying, you don't know if you're gonna be able to stop. And that's scary. Or once you start feeling really angry, you don't know if you're going to be able to stop or if you're going to be able to, as you said, release it on the other side. Is there going to be another side to, to this very strong emotion? And you are proof and of the fact that you can release those emotions and you can get to that other side, but you'll never get to the other side if you don't cry and scream and whack a pillow and work out really hard or whatever it is that you need to do or practice the emotional freedom technique in order to release it on the other side. I, I love this advice. Thank you. Thank you. So the last question I have for you, Carmen, is since we are all about being epic on this podcast, if you could have one superpower that you don't already have, what would it be? Oh, wow. Um, I have to say, uh, I would love to be a super mom because 
I deal with um, adults every single day and um, my little my little one he's six and you know he's going through his emotions and tantrums and everything I wish that I could just like coach him you know but obviously it's not the same but yes so I would have to say super mom I, I want to be like that hundred like the hundred percent best mom possible so that that would be my superpower if I had a choice that's incredible. I bet you if I asked your son, he would say that you're already a super mom. I'll bet you anything, bet you anything, anything. I love six-year-olds. I have a, I have a five-year-old and a seven-year-old right now. So you're- oh, Wow. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> I do. I do. And it can be so easy to think that we're not good enough as moms. And I'm, I'm totally with you. I would love to be able to be that, like, you know, that kind of perfect mom. And then I give myself a, I give myself a, a talking to, and I say, you're already the perfect mom for your kids. And <laughs> but I love that. So Carmen, you, um, first of all, I want to thank you for me, for being my guest and also ask you, where can we all find you? You mentioned that you've written a book and I would love to hear about how we can follow you and learn more from you. Sure. So um, you can go on Facebook um, at Carmen Shannon. It's so it's C R M E N S H A N N O N. That's my name on, on Facebook. I also have a website, myselftruly.com, which you can contact me if you need uh, coaching or if you just want to ask me questions. And um, my book is called Peace in Your Heart Back Together The Roadmap for Healing and Thriving After a Breakup or Divorce. And right now it's available on Amazon and it will be in bookstores before the end of the year. Wonderful. Congratulations on the publishing of your book. And I can't wait to get my hands on it. And thank you again for being here. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. So this is Nikki Bruno with Carmen Silvestro on the Epic Comeback podcast. For more information about how to stage an epic comeback in your life, after a life-shattering experience, please go to theepiccomeback.com.